Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, Raindrops. Yes, so I finally got merch. That's right. You can buy your allegedly, in my voice, mugs, T-shirts, raindrops, hoodies, and T-shirts all on carloskingshop.com. That's right. Get your hoodies, your T-shirts, and your mugs all on carloskingshop.com. Welcome to Reality with the King. It's me, Carlos King, the king of reality TV and one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television with over 10 years of production experience. Twice a week on Reality with the King, we'll sit down with my friends across the entertainment industry, recap our favorite reality shows, and revisit unforgettable moments that we are still talking and tweeting about. I want to talk about Potomac. Keisha Simmons said, Potomac used to be my favorite show. I think I've watched two episodes this season. Potomac is not good anymore. Potomac has lost its luster. It's lackluster. And tonight's episode solidified it for me. I'm wearing black because I'm mourning the loss of Potomac. What happened to Potomac... I was about to say should be studied in the history books, um, but it's going to be studied on reality with the King, honey, because you guys are in session. As a journalist, I want to school you guys on why Potomac went from being the fan favorite housewife show to experiencing the worst season of all the franchises this year. At least Atlanta had moments. It saddens me to have to say this out loud. Because I was such a fan of Potomac. Every year for the past like five, six years, I always say what the best reality show was of the year. And I want to say three, four years ago, I said Potomac was the best reality show of that year. When Monique had the binder, I said Potomac gave the best reunion since Atlanta Housewives reunion. And I want to say that season... I think this was season five. Season five was the season Monique brought the binder. I thought that was the best season of Potomac. And that that season, the first part reunion, or the, or the third part, I forgot. Whatever part it was, it beat Atlanta in the live ratings. For the first time in history, Potomac beat Atlanta Housewives in the live ratings, which is unheard of. And I think all of us were championing, like, is Potomac the new Atlanta? Is Potomac about to be the grand dom, pun intended, of the franchises? I stopped watching New Jersey Housewives. I said it last season. I So I want people to know I'm not just going to talk about, like, oh, it's Potomac and Atlanta. No, I said publicly in the raindrops, no. I stopped watching New Jersey Housewives last season because I was over it. I can't take Melissa versus Teresa over again. Just like some of y'all can't take Martell versus Melody over again. 
I listen. There's something I say about my shows, and I'm like, y'all got that. The way y'all are tired of Melody versus Martell, I get it. I get it. So when I when I feel something and you guys tell me that, I'm like, I get it. You guys are tired of Melody versus Martell. Y'all over it. And I get it. I get it. So when y'all tell me stuff like that and I resonate with it, I'm like, I get it. Cool. There's no shade. I get it. I get it. I was over Melissa versus Teresa. I stopped watching New Jersey. I, I just couldn't watch anymore. Potomac is flopping hard like a floppy disk when you had the Macintosh computer back in grade school. You know that floppy disk? And you had to insert the floppy disk in the hard drive. It's antiquated. It's stale. Um, it's rubbery. It's hard to break. And the reason why Potomac is a floppy disk has a lot to do with the fact that this season was to take down Candace. This season was to make Candace feel so uncomfortable that she had no choice but to either leave the show or get fired. This entire season is about icing Candace out. They don't want Candace there anymore. And I'm this close to saying they probably don't want Wendy there anymore either. And I need you guys to watch this show the way I watch it. Um, they don't want Candace there. That's why they're constantly, constantly, constantly constantly giving us flashbacks of Candace calling Giselle a white woman with her white woman looking ass. They keep playing it over and over. They they keep playing her blog interview where she talked about Robin. They keep saying it they keep playing it over and over and over and over and over. They play that more times than any other flashback in the history of the show. They don't play the flashbacks of Giselle saying she felt uncomfortable with Chris. You may see that one time this season, or two. They don't play the flashbacks of Robin talking about Candace, too. How can you license the footage of the blog interview Candace did to embarrass her when Robin and Giselle talked about Candace on their podcast. Y'all don't play that. Y'all don't play the fact that Robin said she would rather give her real life story to her Patreon account versus the show y'all pay her on. Y'all don't play that at all. Y'all are icing out Candace the way they iced out Monique. The way Maritime Medicine iced out Mariah, and now they're doing it to Quad. What you guys are witnessing is the takedown of Candace. They don't want Candace there. And because that franchise is built off of friendships, okay, so the excuse is going to be, well, Candace, nobody wants to film with you anymore. You don't have a connection with these girls, so you have to go. That's why Candace is looking so uncomfortable in scene. Um, and I'm not here to take up for, for anybody. I, I love all the girls, right? 
I made Giselle Bryant number nine of the greatest housewives of all time that y'all won't let me live down ever in life. Um, and I'm going to stand by it because at the time, I, that's how I felt. What's happening is Candace knows that she is on the chopping block. Candace knows that Ashley and Robin and Giselle are, are, are purposefully icing her out. I told y'all in nauseam, Ashley is no one's friend. Ashley is a plant. Ashley is a producer's plant. Ashley is only there to do what the producers say and to go home with her two kids, breastfeed them, have FaceTime with Purdue Chicken, her ex-husband, and and go to work the next day and and, and get wind up like a, a, a rag doll, get an energized 9-volt battery in her back, like the smoke alarm. We call it Ashley's smoke alarm. All Ashley does is let's put the 9-volt energizer button in her back. She's giving you the doll Megan from the horror movie. So that's really... Ashley is the move. <laughs> Ashley's new name is Megan. Ashley is that horror movie doll named Megan. Okay? How Megan is a wind-up doll that comes in to fuck shit up. That's what Ashley is there for. Ashley is Megan. The horror movie doll. And her ex-husband was Chucky. So you got Chucky who is suing um, Candace. And then you got Megan, who tonight was really going at Candace. And it was like, why are you going so hard on her? Candace has done things that I don't agree with. Okay? Um, But if this show is supposed to be about redemption, why is it okay when Robin had her index finger in Ashley face season three at the restaurant that got closed down when they were selling Australian food, when it was really ants and birds that they were feeding the, the, the peoples allegedly. So when, when Robin and, and Giselle went to confront Ashley at, at her Australian restaurant that got closed down in two weeks. Um, and then Robin had her index finger pointing in, in Ashley's face when Ashley said, I, I, I'll talk about your business. I want to know about your business. I want to talk about you and Juan. You know, the Megan doll. I want to talk about you and Juan. I got things to say about you and Juan. You and Juan this. You and Juan that. What else I got to say? I, that, yeah, that was... That was Ashley. Ashley is a wind-up doll. That's the robotic noise she makes. Zip, 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 zip. Y'all forgave Ashley for that. Y'all love Ashley. Ashley talked about all y'all marriages and y'all forgave her for it. So why Candace saying that Robin <laughs> is a flop or something? Is that the worst thing in the world? I'm pretty sure Juan has said some worse things to you on the text messages from the Canadian women or the Georgetown woman who looks like Karen Huger. You got more smoke for a Candace than you do for your own husband. It's, that's why it's weird to me. And if you can't forgive Ashley for stepping into your marital woes, where you left 
Monique's party in season two, why can't you forgive Candace? Oh, because your boss, Giselle, said not to. Giselle is in charge of the girls. Is that a... Am I saying something that isn't obvious? That's why you got NECA hopscotching on Team Giselle. Hey, Giselle, what? we don't like Candace today? Okay, copy that. I'm telling you how it works. That's the reason why Candace clocked it when Robin left and Giselle followed her. And then you have Mama Mia leave and you had Ashley leave. Candace clocked it. She said, oh, you're going to check in on the victim? That's why Nene used to tell the girls, oh, Kenya is your boss. I'm trying to tell you how it works. Giselle runs the show. And what is happening this season, why we all don't like it, is because this season is the takedown of Candace. They don't want Candace on the show anymore. And that's sad. And I feel sad for Candace because when she was on my podcast, she said to me how... She prayed. She got on her knees and prayed to God for this opportunity because she felt like she could be a great housewife and do something with it. And when Candace is at work, Candace is uncomfortable going to work because she knows that the only person who likes her on the show is Wendy. Karen is there just to try to get along with everybody, but Candace knows that she is being forced out of this show. And Candace probably knows that Giselle will never get fired. And I need y'all to know this. Giselle is never, ever getting fired. She just isn't. And if you want to know why, I'll tell you. Giselle is like Kyle Richards on Beverly Hills 90210. Giselle is everyone's favorite. This is all my opinion. It's all my opinion. Giselle is everybody's favorite within the confinements of the show because she works and she goes home and she doesn't talk about the show on, on Twitter, on social media. Giselle has never once blasted production, networks, nothing. Giselle is a sport. Giselle is like a quarterback. Giselle may cuss folks out, honey, at, at the parking lot and may cuss out the camera guy. She may do that. I don't know. I haven't heard that, by the way. But when Giselle is on her podcast doing press, Giselle doesn't tweet. Giselle doesn't talk about the show. She doesn't make any commentary. Giselle is never getting fired. We all know she's their favorite. And Candace knows that, unfortunately, she's disposable, although although Candace has a lot going on. It's sad that we don't see Chris Bassett at all this season. Chris Bassett is afraid to film after being accused of things, of being uncom- people being uncomfortable around him. We don't see him. Mama Dorothy, we're not seeing. Candace, in my opinion, is being pushed out of the show. And because of that, I am not into watching it. This may be the last episode that I watch this season. It's one thing when we all know you girls don't want to hang out with each other, right? So we get that. Like, you girls do not want to hang out with each other. Okay, fine. It's really bad when 
drag queens can't even make y'all get along. You got NECA being a pick-me. Like, NECA... And you know what? I feel bad for NECA. I feel bad for NECA because whoever you listen to, they gave you the worst advice in the world. You came in being so unlikable that I feel bad for you because I know that wasn't your intention. NECA, you have nothing going on. And this bone you have to pick with Wendy is a dry bone. It's not even a neck bone. It's a dry bone. We don't know nothing about you. Nothing. And I feel bad for you, NECA, because when you did this, it was like, what, what show are we watching? Is this Mean Girls on BT Plus? When I'm watching Potomac now, I feel like I'm watching Mean Girls that's on BT Plus produced by the Little Zane novels. It's it's like, what, what has this show become? Child, we are just getting started. Stay tuned. Baby, it is the new year. And yes, we all have a resolution. Mine is to make sure I'm able to eat a ready-to-eat meal. And that's why I want to talk to you guys about this ready-to-eat meal delivery service named Factor. It takes the stress out of meal planning because, honey, you can skip the grocery store and do all of this in the privacy of your own kitchen. You can get chef-crafted, approved meals right at the front of your door. Child, they got over 35 meals to choose from per week. I mean, calorie-smart, vegan, like me, veggie, keto diet. Plus, they have over 55 weekly add-ons that you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. The cool thing with Factor is, honey, they have everything. They even got breakfast, smoothies, juices, snacks. And the one of the things I love most about it is you could change your order up every week with plans from 4 to 18 meals per week. And you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime, child. Let me tell y'all something. Factor has everything I need because y'all know I'm busy for a flavorful, nutritious meal. In addition to that, they have cold-pressed juices, extra protein, veggie size, anything you need to keep you energized during a frantic day. Head to factormeals.com slash theking50 and use code theking50 to get 50% off. That's code theking50. This is Reality with the King, and I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into the show. So what made Potomac awful this season and last season is ego. When you are the force multiplier of the show, NeNe Leakes, let's talk about it, Kyle Richards. When you are the force multiplier, it's your job to to rally the troops. The perfect example I would give y'all is when the girls on Atlanta Housewives went to Savannah and there was a drag show. Nene was mad that Candy took the master bedroom. Cynthia was mad that Nene made a comment about her parenting Noel. But at the end of the day, when the girls went to the drag show, they had fun together. 
Mimi, as the force multiplier, knew that she had to get all the girls together. If you watch season six of Atlanta Housewives, the girls were not messing with Kenya at all. Season five. Kenya and Nini got to a small little tiff at Cynthia's white party. Okay? Well, Nini said, no bitch is going to tell me who I can and cannot invite to my wedding, right? In the very next episode, Kenya and Nini had a one-on-one. And Nini told Kenya, these girls don't mess with you. But I'm going to bring you back in the mix. When those girls saw Nini walk into that restaurant with Kenya, and I'm going to say it because I was there. All of those girls said, well, if Nini is cool with Kenya, then we're going to be cool with Kenya too. Because that's how the show works. And my disappointment is I really want Giselle, who I gave the title to Giselle Kobe Bryant, to rise to the occasion. I'm very disappointed in the fact that at the end of the day, you can't say you're the star of the show. And I'm not saying she said that. You can't be the star of the show and you're icing multiple people out. That's not what a star does. Nene always said, and she said in my interview with her, Kenya Moore was good for the show. Did Nene in her real life like Kenya? Yeah, in real life at one point, but they also had this. But Nene always said that Kenya was good for the show. Nene never, ever tried to ice out Kenya. When Claudia Jordan and Nene had that recession in Puerto Rico, I told you guys, Nene came to me and a producer and said, y'all need to hire Claudia as a real housewife. She read me. She was a good opponent. Hire Claudia. She's good for the show. Potomac is trash because nobody there is doing what's best for the show. They're doing what's best for their ego. And that's going to ruin the show. Potomac is unwatchable. I may say it's more unwatchable than Atlanta, but I didn't finish Atlanta, so I don't know. It may be more watchable than Jersey, but I didn't finish Jersey. And guess what, guys? I I, I, I may not watch Jersey this upcoming season. The fact that y'all bringing back Melissa and Teresa? Who wants to see that? I, it's, just, it's just something about this show that makes me... Is, is disappointing because I think we all saw the potential in this show, right? That's the reason why I said on New Year's Eve, build the show around Mia. And some of y'all may disagree with me. That's fine. I like Mia. I'm a huge fan of Mia because Mia is funny and she's beautiful and she's vulnerable and she's dramatic and she's whimsical and she has all of these crazy things going on. Mia is very likable. And the fact that Wendy can't forgive Mia, because I'm I'm pretty sure Dr. Wendy's like, Mia's harmless. Like, yeah, she threw a drink on me. That's what I'm If Dr. Wendy can't forgive Mia for throwing a drink on her and almost hitting her with her purse then you mean to tell me that Robin and Giselle can't forgive Candace or vice versa? Mia be lying. You know, I call her Mia be lying because Mia, Mia lies to me are funny. And you know, and she is she's she's fun to look at. And now Mia got this hot new, new dark skin, um, short brown and round man. I'm into Mia. 
Joel James, Mia is good TV. Mia is great television because Mia is just somebody who is fun to watch. And I enjoyed Mia. I, 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 at one point in time, I really did enjoy the entire cast. But I think just like how you have to switch things up on a basketball team, Robin has to go. And I love Robin. I don't think the show is good for Robin. Um, I'm tired of seeing Robin run and calling Juan and Juan reading her. Like, why are you calling me? Why are you wasting your minutes on your sprint phone, sprinting in your wedges, calling me? I'm trying to call the Canadian woman, allegedly. And you calling me? Get out of here, yo. I'm busy. Juan always sounds annoyed. If my African... Every time I call him, sounds like I'm the last person he wants to talk to. I need to be with somebody else. Juan has never, from my eyeballs, showed any sort of romantic gesture to Robin. And now that Robin is the breadwinner, Juan needs a place to stay. I don't think Juan likes her. But what's sad is I don't think Robin likes herself. And that's why I want Robin to just... I Listen, because I love Robin, I want Robin to take a year off and to find herself and and to really figure out what she needs to do because I'm, I don't... It's, it's too depressing to watch Robin. And Robin needs to go work on herself. And I think you got to cut off somebody that Giselle's close to. Because Giselle will never get fired, I'm not even going to suggest it. She's never getting fired. I'm... I'm I'm sorry, y'all. She's never getting fired. But you need to get rid of Robin so that Giselle can, like, make friendships with other people because she's comfortable around Robin. Ashley should have been gone five years ago. But because Ashley is a producer's plant and she's Megan, that show needs somebody who's going to do what they say, child. And that's Ashley. Ashley doesn't have a mind of her own. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. United Negro College Fund. And we need to fund... Ashley's <laughs> place on this show. It's it's crazy. Ashley is just Ashley, there's nothing consistent about her. I really don't know who Ashley's real friends are. I've never seen Ashley have an emotional connection to any of these ladies. Ashley can go. And the problem is those women aren't scared. Living in the moment said, Candace said some very hurtful things to Giselle knowing she had surgery. I just said 30 minutes ago, I don't agree with half the things Candace said. My whole thing was, we can't talk about it and move on from it. When Giselle said, Candace said things to me that is unforgivable, I won't ever forgive her. Is that it? Because Karen forgave you when you when you wrote Uncle Ben and no taxes or something on your t-shirt to Karen, your friend of five years. So if Karen can't forgive Giselle for calling Raymond Uncle Ben wearing a t-shirt about his tax issues, you mean to tell me Giselle can't forgive Candace for saying something about her knowing she had surgery? That's my whole point. It's not that deep to me. It's not that deep to me. All of their beats to me is stupid. The only person who, in my opinion, Beef should have maybe lasted more than five minutes is Dr. Wendy and Mia because Mia threw a drink on Dr. Wendy and tried to hit her with her coach purse like she was an Esther on Saffron and Son. 
So if Dr. Wendy can't forgive a woman who threw a drink in her face, you mean to tell me y'all y'all all can't forgive each other and or at least talk about it? If my black ass can get Kenya and Phaedra in the Philippines to sit down and talk about their issues, you mean to tell me y'all nobody there can do it? Y'all can't have Ashley and her night boat energizer bunny battery from CVS do it at least. Y'all paying her one dollar fifty nine cents to 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 act out. So like get her to do it. HU educators said it's uncomfortable and disgusting. Are y'all hiring people on Groupon to be on Potomac now? Like what is happening? I'm really I'm just don't know. Just it's just. I just, I, you know what it is? It's, it's the inconsistency for me. I'm going to tell you what made my, my skin boil. It was the constant flashbacks of, of Candace talking about Robin. It was like, how many more times do we have to be reminded about what she said about Robin? We've seen it. If you're going to do that, let it be balanced and even with what Robin said about her on her paywall account. Let's see what Giselle said about her in the podcast. If one person can get it, I feel like they all should get it. It's, it's, it's not giving what it used to give. This show used to be top tier. And it's to the point now where I'm like, why isn't no one trying to save this show? I feel like everybody's on autopilot. And I'm going to talk about one of my shows real quick. Since y'all love to say, Carlos, talk about your own. I'll talk about mine. Last season of Love and Marriage Huntsville, it was evident that those cast members did not like each other. <laughs> it was evident that these people who were once friends for six years prior to me being on the show, y'all don't like each other no more. At least, at least at this moment, y'all don't like each other. And I saw it. And when I hosted last season's reunion, um, and I talked about this on this past reunion, how last year's reunion, Melody was quiet. She didn't want to talk. Like, Melody just didn't, didn't talk, right? And it was this weird energy in the room. And a lot of y'all said, like, how can this show go forward, Carlos, because they don't like each other. And I was like, I know, I got to do something about it. So I flew to Huntsville and I had a meeting with them for like five hours. I met with everybody and I reminded them the importance of the show. And, 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 and I reminded them that none of y'all are mad at each other for anything deep. It ain't that deep. Let's address it and see if you can find a place to move on. And they did. That's why Melody was able to show up to the... Um, the comeback group meeting, part two, whatever you want to call it. The Black Expo. There you go. That's why you see Melody and Tisha hang out in, in the jacuzzi in Houston and talk about their lives. You, you really can see the fact that they worked on getting along. You saw Melody and Marceau have a one-on-one, and it was funny. And it was, it was, that's because they all were reminded. Yes, I get that things are said that may be hurtful, but is it that deep? Can we move on from it? And they all said, yes, let's try. And they did. And what you guys witnessed at this 
reunion on that aired on Saturday that y'all need to watch. This was the best reunion I've ever done with Huntsville because they all were in a good place. They all were in a good place. The fact that Melody brought a t-shirt and said, here, Marceau, here's yours. And Marceau said, let me see what size it is. You got me a double XL. You tried it. And they laughed. They all laughed. They laughed about it. The Core 6 had fun. I even said, like, wow, the energy here is very different. And they were like, cuz, we're all in a good place. That's what a leader does. That's what a leader does. You, 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 you go into a situation seeing that things are off. And I saw that things were off with Huntsville. And I made things right. And they are getting along. And we're having the best reunion of the show's history. Because of that, because we all collectively made a decision to say, we need to make sure this show is still great and our beef is not that deep. Let's talk about it. Let's address it and let's move on from it. And you can say what you want about any of my shows. What y'all not going to do is talk about how the core six on Love and Marriage Huntsville didn't do what, what was best for the show. They're not icing somebody out. They're not trying to get somebody out of there. They're not kicking somebody off of the trip um, because they just don't like them or because, you know, they don't have a emotional connection. No. I'm even looking at Bell Collective now, and I'm like, okay. At least on Bell Collective, on the reunion, um, obviously it appears that it's Latrice versus everybody. Um, but I already know what needs to happen next season. I ain't even tripping, child. I already know. Because it ain't that deep. It ain't that deep. Those bells on Bell Collective are going to get past it. Trust me. I see what's going on with that show. And I'm like, okay. Got it. Cool. You have to step in and talk to the girls. And that's what's not happening. If you're the force multiplier of the show... If you're the star of the show, if you're an OG of the show, you need to sit up there and do what's best for the show. Not 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 what's best because you you don't like this person. And that's the reason why I just I'm very disappointed, I'm very sad because it doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't have to be this way. Potomac is going down in flames and it's sad to see. Just like it was sad to see that happen to Jersey. And I'm I'm seeing some things on Beverly Hills and I'm like, <sighs> but at least Beverly Hills is trying. I'll give them that, child. They're, they're trying their best. Beverly Hills is trying their best and that's why it's, it's watchable. I still watch Beverly Hills. It's not the greatest season in the world. It, it, it definitely ain't the, uh, ain't the greatest season. This season of Beverly Hills is not the greatest. But it's watchable because Kyle Richards at least is standing up saying, let's figure this out. And Sutton is, is so great at what she's... Sutton is like the star of the season. And Erica Jane is clocked in. It's So there's great moments, but you can tell like they like each other. And I, I hate that Potomac allowed their personal feelings to affect the show. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at thecarlosking underscore on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and yes, baby, my YouTube channel where you can get all of my visuals, baby, my expressions. Yes. And don't forget, tweet me your thoughts and hot takes about this episode using the hashtag realitywiththeking. Reality with the King is a production of Kingdom Reign Entertainment. It is produced by Sierra Spragley Ricks and executive produced by me, Carlos King. King the Rain Entertainment, baby!